Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your guide Olivia and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. <laughs> also sending a loving reminder to join us over on Patreon if you haven't already, where I can better help you help yourself. You can learn more about each support tier by going to www.simplyolly.com. That's O-L-I, Ollie. The link is in the show notes. Hello, friend. Hello. Welcome or and or welcome back and or no, it would be welcome or welcome back. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) in this episode, we're talking about the fact that your struggles are your advantage. Um, It is a fact. It is a fact. And maybe I'm like going to be like buttoned up against some people's beliefs and they're like, "Uh uh-huh, try me. They are not beneficial. They are not an advantage. (laughs) And I understand that and I respect that. Um, But this is a going to be one of those fun episodes where I read from one of my books. And I'm going to lay down a bit of a, hopefully a bit of a perspective shift for you, maybe something to try on and see how that feels. So I'm looking for my book. Um, So I am going to be reading, I have like the tightest space to work with right now, dusting my book off. Um, I'm going to be reading from my latest book, Unboxed. If you haven't gotten it, what are you doing? I'm kidding. I appreciate you and love you no matter what. Um, But Unboxed, it's identity reclamation and finding freedom within the facets of self. So actually, I I don't do this a lot. Um, Oh, no, I got sap on my book. (laughs) Oh, I just popped it off. Yay, that was convenient. This is what happens when you like film yourself reading your book in the woods is that you get freaking pitch on it. Um, Okay, just just rolling with the punches here. Thank you for enduring how that actually didn't leave marks on my book. Yay, that's a win. I only have one copy right now. Um, I don't do this often. I am going to <laughs> read the little blurb from the back of the book for you um, in case you are interested. Of course, you can always find it on my website at um, simplyolly.com. So it says on the back, a calling card for the misfits and a peek behind the curtain at taking life back from trauma, inspiring you in finding your own steps towards owning your identity, reclaiming who you are, and experiencing freedom within yourself. This book is a memoir for what was, an anthem for what is to come, and guidance for how we can heal. Booyah, baby, baby. Yeah, so uh, I love this book. It, I'm proud of it. I'm. It's oh, it's everything. I can just gush forever. So yeah, I'm going to be reading from that. And then we'll have like a mini chat sees afterwards on this general topic, of course. Um, So let's let's get into it. We're going to page 79. What chapter are we in? The chapter Mother. So the first, this book is in two parts. The first part is the kind of memoir portion, which honestly, 
I love, I did read my own book because I'm that person. Like I read it for editing purposes, but then I just read it after, like just for funsies after I printed it. And um, there are so many just lessons woven into the memoir portion. Um, So please know that this isn't like a biography. Like I, plus my memory is like not not down for that. (laughs) Too too much, too many trauma holes uh, in my memory to do that kind of writing. Um, So they are just kind of these cherry picked stories and and how they ruined me and how I grew through them. And um, there's so many good nuggets in just the memoir section alone. And then part two, we kind of break down, um, you know, like the philosophy, the conceptual, just kind of food for thought types of bits on on identity, on freedom, or reclamation and on freedom. So thanks. Thanks for listening. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and read this bit. If I make mistakes... I will not apologize because I'm human. (laughs) Around the time of being seven or eight months pregnant, just shortly after our landlord decided to sell the house we were renting, sending us to live with my mother, I started worrying. I was still navigating reclaiming my life from bipolar disorder, and my emotional control is not what it is today. I expressed to Jim that I was scared that I might end up with postpartum depression. His affirmation ran, oh my goodness, his affirmation rang so strongly through my body that it shifted my outlook on parenting and more. He said, Olivia, even if it does happen, you already know what depression feels like. You understand the signs and how to ask for help. Most people don't even know they're going through it. You have an advantage. My biggest fears were stemming from my differences, my limitations, and my areas of life that were requiring more self-love. I had always seen them as a disadvantage. I might be more prone to postpartum depression, and I might cause my kids to have bipolar disorder and suffer like me. But now I could see them in a new light, as an advantage, a benefit for both me and my children. It was then that I realized my struggles served as a well of resources, awareness, and of possibility. All things that I was utilizing to help myself grow, but now I could pass on as well. The glasses of doom and gloom, of determinism, of fixed effect, of lack of control, shattered. So for all of the people who said to me that having children while also having bipolar disorder was reckless and irresponsible, for all of the mothers sitting in shame because they don't think they're fit to be a parent because of their differences, for all of the fear spewed by those that suffered at the hands of being raised by pain-riddled and unaware parents, I encourage you to shatter your own set of glasses. It unboxed my relationship with being a mother. Even though at times I feel the walls closing in when I have to clean up one too many messes, don't feel like I'm being heard, am in the throes of a disagreement about butt wiping, or am trying to wrap my head around an explosion of emotion stemming from the most minuscule event, I am free. But I must choose what perspective I hold to feel that freedom, as with everything. This box requires so much work because it is tethered to something in a constant state of evolution. It's a piece of identity that needs to fluctuate, demands change, and encourages fluidity. On top of that, it's all in direct correlation with another human being's unpredictable existence. We might crave stillness, stability, and consistency in it, but that goes against its nature. I know it's in my best interest to embrace it as it is so that I can be the best parent I can possibly be. All right. I'm going to stop there. I'm going to stop there. Um, 
yeah, I go on a little further. It's close to the end of the chapter, actually. Um, but oh my gosh, and there's so there's so much more in that chapter that like made me cry when I wrote it. <laughs> Hitting you with the feels. Cry as in like <laughs> unpopular mom opinions. <laughs> if you want to read it, go grab the book. You can get it in digital or physical formats. Um, would love to have you. Oh, and then also, P.S., if you're a Patreon member, you also get access to all the book's bonus content, including like a playlist, um, a a workbook for your own unboxing journey. What else did I freaking make for it? Uh, a guided hypnosis for your own unboxing journey. And I think there's another thing, but I honestly, I forgot. And I'm not going to spend time thinking about it. <laughs> there are anyway, there are bonus goodies um, for Patreon members um, that go along with the book. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I sat on the worry bus, um, and honestly got like just awful comments, <laughs> um, regarding, you know, where I was at and what struggles I was facing. And, um, and it just ate me alive for a while until that moment, like really that, like there, I feel like it doesn't always get to happen in life with everything, but this was one of those where there was like a very clear pivotal moment where everything shifted, where I was like, whoa, I never thought about it in that light, that this is actually a benefit, that this is actually an advantage, um, that because of, you know, the struggles that I am not just letting swallow me whole, but the struggles that I'm actively working through, um, feeling empowered in, healing from, all of this stuff, right? That those are advantages because of how I'm relating to them, right? Um, Not that it's just this fixed thing that I can't do anything about. You know, I feel like we can make we can find opportunities in literally everything. Even if somebody tells you like, nope, this goes against you. Like this works against you. This is your downfall. Like I, I'm just the type of person, blame, maybe blame my Leo's son. I don't know. But like, I'm just the type of person, like I am going to find the light and the opportunity in everything because I couldn't see it for the longest time. And I just refuse to ever put myself back in that hole. Um, You know, and honestly... When we think of something as bad or negative or something that serves as a disadvantage, those things are often taught to us. They are not just inherently so. They are taught. They are taught as things to avoid, things you don't want, things that are bad, things that are, you know, what is it? I don't know. I was trying to think of like where you get like, um, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is silly. Um, I'm thinking about when I had to like, sounds like a tangent, when I had to... Uh, like go through this huge checklist to be um, approved to do a home birth. Like they would ask me questions and like, heaven forbid, they checked a box. Like if they dared check a box, it was against you. It wasn't for you. It was against you. It was like a ding in the wrong direction. Anyway. (laughs) So, so yeah, that's, that was, that was my brain's uh, visualization. (laughs) Thinking of it was just things that are like, you know, checkboxed against you just like "Mm, I don't know like it's kind of like almost like red flags but different anyway but those things are those things are taught right those things are taught and they can they really can just swallow us up they really can 
stop us from progressing, from moving forward, from even just being content in life. It doesn't even have to be progress. It could just be being content, happy with who we are, the situation that we're in, or whatever it might be, right? We have been fed the, this is good, you know, this is, I don't know, this is the best, and this is the worst. And those things, like, it, it not only doesn't serve us, but we pass those beliefs on. Hello? That's why we have things like racism and ableism that like live on today because they continue to be passed on because it's such a fixed perspective. It's like such a fixed mentality of like, this is bad and this is good. Or like, I don't need to, I don't know. There's, oh, that's a whole, that's a whole, that's a whole hole I don't want to go down right now. <laughs> but, um, you know, we, we do pass those beliefs on. Um, if we think that something is a disadvantage, we are very well apt to to teach the people around us or children or whatever that it's a disadvantage, right? And, and it's not that we're going to pretend like it doesn't exist, okay? That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that we can we can see things. It's everything's uh, on a spectrum, or even you know, it's like two sides of the same coin type of thing. Where we can go, yes, like for many people, this can um, be you know seen as a disadvantage, but it doesn't have to be. Like the fact that you feel emotions to like level three thousand. For some people, they see that as a disadvantage. You'll never be able to hold a job. You'll never be able to do this. Like it's, you you know, that struggle, like you're going to have to like overcome that. That has to like be eradicated from your existence if you, if you want to have opportunity, if you want to have advantages. Like, no, there is, there's no one path. There is no only one way to be in this world. <laughs> and so your struggles, if we can flip that perspective not if though it's 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 not if in the sense of like if it's possible it's if in the sense of if we choose because it is within our ability to shift those notions into something better serving something that is leaving us in terror in fear and is holding us back that's not it's not serving us it's not serving those around us it's not serving future generations right and so I, I'm the type of person where I will always, I will do my best to always choose to see the opportunity, to see the light, to see the other side of it, and not in a way that disregards my experience or negates it or tries to ignore it, right? I'm not trying to pretend it's not real, I'm just choosing to see it in a new way. It's it it's almost like when you have people that go, "Ugh, look at the yard. Just ugh, just covered in weeds. Oh my gosh, it's awful. Like I'm never going to get anything to grow." I I will look at that same yard and go, "Wow, look at all of those beautiful flowers. Look at how much life is thriving. Look at look at how well everything is doing." I could probably get some things to grow if I tried to make some space. If I tried to, you know, these weeds seem to be taking up a lot of the yard. Maybe I can, you know, get some plants in spots where they aren't. Or maybe I can help relocate these. 
right? Do you see the difference? Like it's the same external thing being perceived different ways. So that's the point I'm trying to make with this episode. And it's something for you to try on if you so choose. That's up to you, though. I can't, I can't force you and I don't want to. <laughs> All I like to do is present the opportunity and you can take it or leave it. Neither is, neither is bad to me. Neither is good either. Just do what you will. Do what works for you. So, um, as always, I share journaling prompts to unpack these episodes further if you need some help with that so you don't have to think of the questions um, to ask yourself on your own. So I do that over on Patreon um, at all of the tiers. There's only three tiers, but you can get the journaling prompts at the lowest tier or at the highest tier. Just depends on what you want. And you can look at all the, the perks and benefits of each one there. You can just go to my website. Um, but the, one of the first journaling questions is, what benefit have you gained from something you've seen as a struggle in your life? So we kind of start there because it gets you thinking. And then we can kind of unpack it from there and start to expand upon it and actually start to view, take some, we take a little nugget, right? And then we just like, spread it out so that you can actually see like a full-blown advantage not just like oh yeah like I have gratitude <laughs> you get what I'm saying anyway that is it for this one so if you like this episode please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face phone snail mail or carrier pigeon because we all know you have one kidding you can also check out my books and patreon at www.simplyolly.com links are in the show notes thank you so much for listening i love you so much as always you keep saying simply awesome i'll keep saying simply ollie and i'll chat with you on the next pod bye